Last year, the uh, blockheads that run Sacramento wanted to get rid of bail. Cash bail was going to be gone. Senate so, Bill 10 accomplished that. Imagine this. You're, you're uh, arrested for a crime and indicted, and uh, normally you have, to, uh, cough up, uh, you have to cough up some money, or you got, your, you got to get a bail bondsman, and they put a lien on your property. Right. Uh, and, and, and then it's and a then, way of making sure you come back. You're going to come back, right? You don't want to lose uh, your property. You don't want to lose uh, all your assets. Uh, the idiots in the legislature uh, just got rid of that. This was uh, the brainchild we'll, we'll of State Senator Bob Hertzberg from Van Nuys. We had him on the show, and he was really just fumfering around. Trying He's to a ninny. All right, Bob Hertzberg is a ninny. I don't know what you people in the Valley are doing voting for that, uh, Claude. Oh, this, it, it says right here, you're right, Bob Hertzberg, D, N, Van Nuys, Democrat yeah. ninny. He's a Democrat ninny. Because it's a dumb idea. How else are you going to get the, 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 the show up for their trials and their hearings? Seriously. I mean, this is like an eight-year-old could figure this out. But uh, What do you think that word came from? Because I used to call my brother that when I was a child. A, a ninny. ninny? Yeah, a ninny. I, I don't know, but it fits, some... doesn't it? It sounds right. <laughs> it does. <laughs> ninny. You come up with some throwbacks. Yeah. Well, uh, let's get Jeff Clayton on here. Oh, yeah. There's some other important there's... aspects of this to talk about. Because there's... for now... Uh, they're not going to have the no-cash bail. It's been put on hold until we vote in November of 2020. Jeff, how are you? I'm well. How are you guys? Uh, we're good. Good. So uh, what happened? Why Why is this uh, law being uh, pushed back uh, at least two years? Well, we decided to start a campaign and gather signatures to uh, put it on the ballot and let the voters decide whether Senator Hertzberg's idea was a good one or not. Uh, and I guess that was pretty easy? <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, it, it sounds like you did it pretty quick. Yeah, in California, I mean, you can, you know, fill in with professional sig- signature gatherers. So right. that certainly helped uh, us get it done. But the campaign told us that, uh, you know, there was widespread enthusiasm at the grassroots level against this bill. So that probably also helped us, too. Well, plus, the industry uh, had plenty of money to uh, to hire people. To, yeah. yeah, to get to gather the signatures. But because this would decimate the industry, clearly. Absolutely, it would. But, you know, it is about public safety, so I imagine it was not a a hard sell for people when you're saying they want to end cash bail. Oh, I'll sign. Right. I don't want to end cash bail. What what do you think got into Hertzberg and the rest of these idiots? Just this overwhelming desire to clear out the prisons? Yeah, and I think it's just a sympathetic story they've been telling across the nation. It's being bankrolled by George Soros. It's just a Democrat litmus test issue right now is they're poor. That's wrong. We feel sorry for them. Even though they've committed a crime, they're poor, so we should let them go. Yeah, there has been an attempt all over the country to reform, as they say, the criminal justice system. And and we've obviously we've seen it here in California with bills like the prisoner release bill, the prisoner dumping bills, we call it Prop 4757. And then they threw this on top, ending cash bail. Wait, wait, wait. So So even when you're just charged with a crime, we're not even going to imprison you. Because because they're poor, we're supposed to give them a break on bail. That's the theory, at least. It's not certainly my my idea, but, you know, up till now in California, even right now, bail is based on the severity of the crime, right? And then you can go in and say, well, I'm poor, so it should be a little less for me than the other guy. Let's talk about a less talked about aspect of all this, Jeff, because I see this in the news release that your uh, organization put out, uh, dealing with what they're going to replace, sort of. The cash bail system within it's called the risk assessment tool. Now, what is that about? And how is that supposed to uh, soothe us over this? 
Well, it doesn't soothe me, that's for sure. But and the California Supreme Court has taken a beating from the groups on the left because they're trying to they attempted to implement this thing. An algorithm would basically decide who's in jail and who's not, and it would also decide you know who gets on basically pre-conviction probation, which would pretty much be mandatory throughout California. Will it work? Will it get people back to court? No, but it'll be awfully expensive and all decided by an algorithm. And an algorithm would decide the risk of them not showing up. Right, and then they'd have a cut point and say, if you're over this point, you're in jail and you don't get out. And and I read an editorial by somebody on the left who said, well, when they use these things, they tend to come down hard on minorities. Is that true? Yeah, it depends on how they're calibrated. The one in Los Angeles, it's called Compass. Uh, We discovered one, it's not supposed to be used for bail. It's supposed to be used for sentencing. And in Los Angeles, they were labeling everybody as high risk, uh, over 80% of all defendants, which isn't quite accurate. So it just depends on how how they calibrate it, you know, which typically happens. But don't you go by their record? I mean, I don't see why why color matters here. Either they have a record of crimes they've committed. Yes, you're right. I, I I really don't get the whole minority argument for all these criminal situations either you committed the crime or you didn't if you did the crime then go to jail if you didn't do it don't go to jail it's got nothing to do with anybody's color or ethnicity no i agree and there's probably some guy in a lab coat that's running regressions trying to pull out factors like age at first arrest and you know how long you've lived at your residence and all this type of thing but you're right i mean you know if they don't show up for court then they're not you know in the past they're not going to show up in the future so if they use this algorithm and this risk assessment tool and they determine that you're Dangerous. That means they could still impose bail? No, they would lock you up. They would lock you up. I see. If they've determined you're safe, then you're let free and there's no bail. Right. Oh, I see. And, and, and what, what information? Do we, do we have uh, any idea how this would... What, an algorithm is based on information. What information would they put into this well, system? Obviously, your criminal past. <laughs> yeah, I know. But what else? Anything else? Yeah, all kinds of things. And, you know, that's what former AG Eric Holder was all up in arms about is using demographic factors like are you employed like do you own your house like do you have a cell phone or a home line this type of thing uh and that just ends up profiling people and you know the most of the national groups think that there's bias in the criminal justice system and this just magnifies it even worse well, well you know to me you would be considered a danger if there's a propensity or a possibility of violence if we let you free and that would obviously have a lot to do with the crime you're charged with in your criminal past uh, and But that also might mean you also don't have, like you just said, the demographics on your side, which would include a job and a home and all these other things. If you're charged with like a white-collar oh. crime, well, you, I, to me, you're not really a risk to me personally. People, people don't have jobs. But the thing is, poor people commit a lot of the crimes. People who don't have jobs and homes commit a yeah, lot of crimes. Right. That's why we talked about I mean, survival there's, crime yesterday. There's a right? reason they don't have a family. There's a reason they don't have a job. There's a reason they haven't earned enough money to own a home. It's because uh, a lot of these people are dirtbags, and do they you, commit crimes all the time. Jeff, does your organization have any polling on how this might do? I know 2020 is a way off, but... No, I'm in Sacramento right now trying to get that lined up. I can say that the campaign folks have told us that, that this is one of the most enthusiastic um, grassroots bases of any of these referendum or initiatives they've put together. All right, but how uh, would the uh, Sacramento people lie about this when the campaign starts? Because they put out a lot of lies and confusion to stop the repeal of the gas tax increase. Yeah, we're expecting Javier Becerra to give us a bad title, you know, <laughs> saying right. uh, repeal the bail system that saves everybody in California, you know, or something like that. So I'm sure they're going to they just say it's more fair and they like it better, even though, you know, but, it doesn't work. I mean, apparently the ACLU didn't like this bill either, right? 
No, but it turns out they hate us more, so they can't introduce, they can't support the repeal, even though they hate it. Them oh, other civil rights. I see. I thought maybe there'd be an odd coalition growing here, but I guess uh, not. It's a lot of crazy people you got to deal with. All right, Jeff. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> really, you got it, Jeff Have Clayton, executive director of the American Bail Coalition, and the idea of ending cash bail in California has been put on hold because we're going to get the vote on it. So, uh, John, we already know whatever the proposition number is, it's a yes. On the proposition to repeal California's no cash bail law, right? Right. We're already there. John and Ken, KFI, Deborah Marquez News.